Recovery from an eating disorder or even realizing that you have one or have an unhealthy relationship with food, that in itself can be legit. Hashtag the struggle is real. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about the recovery path forward when indeed your body is changing. Maybe you're here right now. Maybe you notice that your body is changing and you're really unsure what to do about it. You want to find freedom from this debilitating disease over your life, but you are just not okay and you feel like you're big. You feel so heavy. You feel stretched and you feel like you're going to crawl out of your skin. If that's you, today's episode is for you. Grab a notebook and pen because I have some exercises that I think are going to help you really explore the truth. Let's get to it. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey girl, welcome back to the show. Today we're talking all about body changes as you navigate freedom from your disordered eating behaviors. And that can be a really scary thing. So I really wanted to dive into this today. I feel like this is a place that many of my clients are at right now, and maybe a place that we can look at for your journey. Maybe you're finding yourself there right now. Maybe you are in a place with food and a place with your body where you want freedom, but you are so desperately terrified of what that even means and what that looks like for you. But again, you just stay stuck in this never ending cycle. Eating disorder recovery and finding freedom from food, controlling every single second of your day and the thoughts that enter your mind, it's going to be one of the most transformational experiences that you may ever go through in life. I say this because this is my personal experience. If you take anything from this episode, I want you to know that you're worthy of that transformation. You are worthy of that try. It's okay. And we can acknowledge that maybe we're just not fully ready. You don't have to be fully ready, friend. You just have to be ready to try. I believe that your relationship with food is a direct reflection to your relationship with your life and to your true self. So if you are ready to try to find out who you are instead of trying to control everything that you put into your body, then this episode is for you. The biggest personal obstacle that I had was the fear of gaining weight. In anorexia, the importance is that we do put on some weight when we're experiencing restoration of health for our organs, for how our body functions, and that we get back to a state of the best performance for ourselves. And so every single person that's going to look different for. 
what I wanted to talk a little bit about today is the fear, that fear of gaining weight and what happens when you actually see some changes in your body and you actually feel changes in your body because that fear itself can be crippling. The fear of losing control, of never being small anymore, of really just hating yourself. And that was something that was so strong in my brain through the entire process. I wanted to get better, but I also wanted to love myself. And the truth was that I didn't love myself even at my worst, even at my smallest. In order to truly love and embrace your body, you're going to have to be okay with where your body truly needs to be in order to thrive to the level of performance that it functions the best at. We weren't made to control our food. We just weren't. And so we've gone down maybe years, maybe you've been doing this for years or decades and you're in the cycle. And when you can embrace the idea that this process is actually a process and it's going to take some time. That is also when you're going to see the result of your body changing. And the first step of that is what I call acceptance. In order to heal, you may need to gain some weight. In order to heal, you may need to accept and love yourself no matter where you're at. Now, in order to heal, you may need to eat more. You may need to throw away the scale. You may need to live by new standards. You may need to hold yourself accountable. But I want you to know this is okay. And it's all part of the process to not feel completely 100% ready, but to just be ready to try and to show up and to commit. Because I promise as scary as it seems right now, Your body changing and recovery, it's so much more. It's so much more than your body, friend. I will tell you in my own journey, it really wasn't much about my body at all. It was about what I was making that mean. It was about my own self-acceptance, my own compassion, my own love, my own worth, and seeing that for myself for the first time. The more I leaned in to the recovery process and the journey, and that transformation, the more I got empowered. And that, my friend, is what will leave you ready for this experience of total transformation. And this is mind, body, and soul. It's not just body. So I want you to ask yourself, have you considered that maybe the real problem is not your actual body, but that your false self and the standard of what you think your body should look like is the actual problem. I'm going to talk about eight different things that I really feel will be helpful for you as you see these changes happen in your body as you experience them on this journey. Number one is leaning in and accepting reality. A body deprived is a body that is not functioning at the ability that it should, period. So healing is going to require fuel. And when we think of it as we're just going to sit around and get fat, that's when that eating disorder brain comes in and the control, the fear is paralyzing. But if we can reframe that and go, my brain needs energy. 
I have been restricting so much from my body. I have been in these unhealthy patterns with my body. All of the different behaviors that we go to in dieting, all the different behaviors that we go to to perform at this high standard of culture and what the norm is to be skinny, and you can't see me quoting, it's not allowing our body to function and experience life the way that it should. Leaning in and accepting that reality that maybe you do need weight restoration and that is not what you're going to gain. Weight gain is not what you're going to gain from this. Weight gain, yes, it could occur, but what you're going to gain is so much more. And I know that that sounds really hard to believe right now, but I promise you, if you don't want to die from an unhealthy body and food relationship, then what do you need to awaken within you to accept reality of where you are right now? You were not meant to be put on this planet to control your weight. You were meant to be put on this planet for so much more. And God has a plan and a purpose for your life. The next thing I want you to really think about is how our feelings can come out in different types of thoughts. And so this is really part of that reality that I was speaking about, but fat isn't a feeling. So whenever you find yourself in this place of I'm just feeling so big, or I'm so scared I'm going to get fat, or I'm so fat right now, I need to lose weight. I want you to remind yourself that fat is not a feeling. This is a description, right? So what is the real reason that you are feeling fat right now? What are you really feeling? Afraid maybe? Scared? Fearful? Anxious? Maybe you're feeling stuck, sad, depressed, alone, inadequate, out of control because something just triggered in your life. This has absolutely nothing to do with fat. I want you to get to the one thought behind your feeling. Why are you feeling this way? And get really present about the trigger because I can promise you, girl, it's not about your body. It's about what you're making that mean. The next one, number three, what if you are distorted? I want you to trust the process of a new body. I want you to think about your ideals of what a perfect body is to you. What can this new version of you do that has absolutely nothing to do with being super skinny and distorted? Are you strong? Are you athletic? Are you muscular? Are you able to play with your kids? Are you able to run with your husband? Are you able to do something with a girlfriend because now you have endurance and you're nourishing yourself properly? Get into the thought behind why you're feeling big. And then I want you to start thinking about how you might just be distorted. For years, maybe you've lived with this perception that big is bad and small is good. But what if that's not true? Because guess what? It's simply not. Number four, what can I appreciate that my body does for me? What's something right now? I want you to pause me. I want you to pull out your pen and paper if you don't already have it for today. And I want you to list something that you can appreciate that your body does for you. Did you wake up this morning? Were you able to walk down the hallway? Were you able to 
take a ride in your car to drop off your kids at school? Or did you walk to a neighbor's house? Or were you able to function and go to work? What is something that you are thankful for that your body has given to you and your body's done for you? I mean, when I look back on all the damage that I did to myself, and then I look at now being able to have two boys, one who was over nine pounds at birth, that's pretty crazy, right? That my body has been through so much hell that I put it through, and it still came out powerfully on the other side following this transformation. Friend, there are things that your body has done for you that you can thank your body for. What are some of those things? I really want you to sit with who you admire. Who do you admire? This is number five. Who do you admire and why do you admire them? And do you admire someone that has nothing to do with their physical appearance? Maybe they live a lifestyle of success, a lifestyle that you dreamed of, of whatever that looks like for you. Or maybe they seem to have it all together, or maybe they're funny or maybe they just seem happy with life. And we all have ways of judging others without living in their shoes, without living in their body. But if you can think about some of the qualities that you can admire and appreciate in your friends or those that are surrounding you that you love that have nothing to do with their body, could that essentially mean that you can love yourself even if you don't absolutely adore your body? Yes, it can, friend. You don't have to love the idea of your body changing, but you can embrace and accept reality and that our bodies change, but our worth doesn't. Number six, and this is really important, is to let go of body checking. What do I mean by this? I mean, stop putting yourself in temptations doorway. Stop putting yourself down the spirally slope of temptation. Get rid of the scale. Stop with the unhealthy patterns. Stop looking at all the mirrors and finding things to pick apart about yourself. Because when we look and we analyze end upon end of all the things that we don't like about ourselves, we're going to find more things we don't like. So what's with the torture? Stop using your body the one thing that's your temple here on this planet as the very thing that makes you feel shame. Just don't do it. Don't put yourself in that place. Don't allow yourself to go there. What are you looking for when you step on a scale? Are you looking for someone to come out of it and go, hi, I'm giving you your worth number for the day. What is the point? What is the point when you are checking yourself in the mirror? Is it truly to, you know, make sure your clothes are matching for the day or is it to degrade the fact that you think you have cellulite on your legs? What is that actually doing for you? Let go of your body checking. It's just not worth it, especially when your body is changing and body changes are okay. It's just part of life. I want you to get rid of those triggering clothes. In the last episode, I talk all about spring cleaning and decluttering. Get rid of the stuff that you're not going back to because you're not that person anymore. Get some black yoga pants, get some sweatpants, get some fun loungewear because who wants to be in skin tight anything anyways? 
and let go of the things that are no longer serving you. Get off of the social media accounts that are going to make you feel bad about yourself. Say peace out to those unsupportive friends and let's stop putting ourselves in temptation's way. Let's stop allowing these things to dampen and control our life and funnel us right back into these unhealthy patterns and behaviors that are keeping us trapped. Number seven, get clear with why you want to recover and why you want to get better. Because I'm telling you right now, there are days that you don't want to. There are days in this process. It is not linear. There are days when you don't want to get out of bed. There are going to be days, if you haven't already experienced them, where you just hate your life. And that is all part of this transformation. That is all part of the process. Nothing worth having came easy to anyone. Freedom and fighting for your desire to live and have a life full of experience and joy that is not revolved around calorie counting is not going to be easy when you have been doing this to yourself for so long. So my advice to you is get clear with why you want a better life. And it has to be more than because I just want to be healthier. Because when motivation goes away, you're going to need something that far surpasses you to keep that commitment alive. And I'm going to share this more in an upcoming podcast because I can't wait to dive into it more with you. But this is really important in the process is really getting clear on why you want this. Is it because you don't want your kids to experience the same type of things you have? Maybe you want to live free for the rest of your life without this controlling your life. But why? Get very clear to what that reason is because you're going to need it when it gets hard. Number eight, I want you to realize that nothing's forever and your body is going to love and trust you again. And that when you distribute weight, when you gain weight, after feeding yourself properly, a lot of that is fluid. A lot of that is unproportioned because everything wants to protect your vital organs. There's a lot of research and studies done where if you think about populations of a lot of malnourishment, you will see very frail bodies and you will see larger abdomens. And part of that is just that there's a bunch of fluid. There's a bunch of stuff that goes into protecting our vital organs. And so that's where everything will first redistribute. And so if you're feeling big or you're feeling like a lot is going to your midsection after you're nourishing yourself properly, that's all part of your body changing. And that's all part of learning to lean in and trust yourself again. I think that's the hardest part. But I promise you that your body will love you and trust you again, and you will distribute yourself evenly as part of the process if you just continue to trust the process. And lastly, but not least, you can do this. You can do it alone even. But why not do it with someone that's been there? Friend, I invite you today, if you need support, if you need someone holding your hand through this process because it just feels so hard, you need some accountability, you need some tough love, I want you to apply for limited one-on-one personalized coaching with me. You can fill out our application at lindsaynickel.com and you can send us an email at info at lindsaynickel.com. 
we would be happy to set up some time and I will get on a call with you one-on-one and we will talk through why this may not be the best thing to do by yourself and how recovery coaching can really help you. You're going to learn strategies and coping skills. You're going to be able to talk to someone and hold accountability, not only for yourself, but with that other person, i.e. me, helping navigate your journey with you because you don't have to do this alone. You can do this with someone who's done it, who's gone and gotten the t-shirt and now is free from it and can help you become free from it too. I want to share something with you before I close out today's show that really hit me. And this is from Erwin McManus. The warrior knows that peace does not come from control but from relinquishing control. Everything in life that you are trying to control that is outside of your control is going to steal your peace. You must choose to take hold of what you can control and let go of what you cannot. You cannot control your circumstances, but you can control your character. You cannot control the actions of other people but you can control the choices that you make and you cannot control all of the outcomes, but you can control the process. Friend, I want to encourage you today that maybe your current circumstances seem out of control, but you can control your character. You can become the type of person that no longer is going to allow this to control your life and you can surrender to it. And the first step is not being completely ready. But the first step is being ready to try. You can't control the actions of others, but you can control the choices that you make. And I promise you, I have yet to coach one person and I have yet to ever think to myself, I wish I didn't make the choice to try, to try to get better, to try to escape these unhealthy behaviors and patterns. There's not one person that I have yet met that wished that they had done something differently and didn't try to recover. And I can promise you that you will be on that journey to recovery and peace and hope and healing too. You can do it. You don't have to do it alone, but you can do it. And you can experience changes in your body and you can be transformed in the process. And even though this transformational process may be the most crazy, exhausting, exciting, just all of the feels that you ever go through, I believe that your relationship with food is a direct reflection to your relationship with life and to your relationship with yourself. And if you're ready to take charge of your life because you are done, you are just so done, then today's your day. You can't control all the outcomes, but you can control the process. So I encourage you today, friend, stop trying to control something that wasn't meant to be controlled. Where you can take your power back is accepting reality and doing something about it. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love for you to come join us in our private online community on Facebook. You can find us at Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery We would love to welcome you with open arms and all the recovery hugs. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women 
find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.